you three niggas, oh boy, I swear. <laughs> I can't hear you. Can you speak it to the hoochie, please? <laughs> <laughs> yo, Brandon, yo, they going to yeah. lose, yo. Where you at, man? Let's go. Yeah. No, I was heating something up, yo. They got the hot plate. Yo, he knows some motherfucking Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I'm hungry, yo. Eat some. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, ma'am. I can't hear you. Can you please get a little closer to the hoochie? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Go ahead, Holly. Welcome to Off the Record. We're gonna do a year end recap and just uh, just chop it up a little bit about how this what this year has, has meant and what it's done to us for individually. You know how how it's uh, impacted us from a podcast perspective, from a personal perspective, and just just have a good show and just, just close out the year on a high note. Even though we know that twenty twenty has been a rocky note, so what's going on, fellas? We are just mere days away from twenty twenty finally coming to an end and we hope and pray that 2021 is uh a much better year than this so how's everybody feeling good good good. bless 2020 was whack as shit if you think about it like (laughs) who would have thought like an entire year would be shitty nobody saw this nobody saw this this whole pandemic everybody had one one person saw it yeah we gotta give him his props Mr. Mr. Alex Holling, he saw he did call this shit. And we laughed at him. We did laugh. Y'all did. We were at your apartment. We were sitting at your table. And I told y'all this shit could last like months. And y'all laughed at me and, and threw Reese's <laughs> Reese's Cup rappers at me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, well, you, well, you, well you President Trump me. was telling us it was supposed to be over by Easter. So, you know. Yo, speaking of Trump, did y'all see the picture of him the other day? He's like 400 pounds, yo. Did y'all see that? No. Nah. <laughs> he, like, and he's gained like I mean, he was already already a big dude, but he's gained like mad weight. Yeah, he's a big I guy. Heard he loves McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, he, he eats McDonald's, McDonald's and KFC. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's funny. Man, I was watching. Like yo, there's a. I was funny. I was watching this uh this special on um Netflix. Not sorry, not Netflix. Uh, Showtime called The Combing Rule, and there's a part. Actually, it's about the guy Comey, and actually they have this guy to play it's Trump. And in the part, one of the parts, he's on the phone talking in the white and the oval, and his breakfast literally was a egg McMuffin with some water. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he had water. Now, yeah, the egg McMuffin just threw me off. Yeah, I was like, yo, you cannot be serious, yo. Well, I mean, you if you remember when the Clemson uh, championship team. Mm-hmm. Came came to the White House. He had like <laughs> bad fast food, McDonald's. Did he have Chick Fil A as well? He had Whoppers. I saw it was like stacks of Whoppers. Yeah, it was just it was all it was just straight straight fast food. Yeah, yeah they said the White too. House. They said the White House smells like fast food and like yeah, they said it smells terrible. You know, in the White House, they like the like the aides be burning um incense because it smells so bad in there. Oh God, <laughs> it's like a frat house. Like, it's like a frat house, yo. It smells, it smells like a pig pen in there, yo. Yo, they said it'd be, it's rocking. 
on the part, you know, where they like the, where they live at in the White House. That's crazy. <laughs> Yo, don't they got maids and shit? Like they do, but like there was it was in the New York Times, I believe. It was like a few weeks ago they said it's like it smells terrible in there right now. Uh, and you know they the White House because it's an old building and has a um a rat problem. So like he's leaving fast food laying around. Yo, I, yo. You imagine if it's a black president in there living like that? If it was a black president living like that, eating McDonald's, somebody will have some shit to say about that. Yep. Off topic. Oddly enough, like it seems like his presidency was like just this one year. Even though it's been four, but it just seems like 2020 was like his one year of president of being a president and like you know he just fucked everything up. Like that's just how that's the feel of 2020. I, I mean, I know this is the year that probably defines his shit because of the mistakes he made and all the other things he did. And, and well, in the way that he handled the pandemic and a whole bunch of other things. But maybe it's just me. But it feels like he had a one year shot and he just fucked it all up in this one year. Yo, you know what's crazy? I was asking myself a question the other day. I was like, <laughs> I can't believe I really asked myself this question, yo. But I was like, damn, yo, <laughs> was Bush really that bad? So I've said this, you know, like at least privately to Shanae over and over, like I take Bush any day of the week over Trump junior. I take him any day of the week over Trump because Trump, I I thought, I thought Bush was bad, but but like, you you remember that when everybody was like, yo, Bush by far is going to take the cake as far as the worst president to ever go down in history. Uh, Yeah. I mean, there were president, there were presidents that owned slaves and stuff like that. So, like to me, like those are the worst. But like in modern history, yeah, Trump is worse than Bush. Yeah, mm. was well, it's crazy because Bush had a his approval rating leaving was horrible. And yeah, was, if you no. if you remember, like you <clears throat> you know how it is, like the outgoing president, no matter what party they're affiliated with, if the president is of that of affiliated with that that party they basically campaign with the candidate. And you remember staying away from George Dub because like he just had like his name was just soiled. The recession happened on his watch. Yeah. 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 The the thing with him is once he left office, he kept his mouth shut and like went and like left public light, right? Like he pieced up with the Obamas. Like he just kept his mouth shut. You know Trump ain't gonna keep his mouth shut. He's gonna still be in the spotlight. Still be messing with Joe. Shit, he, he better say he better stay up the spotlight. Look, uh, he get up out of here. The, the the number one thing he need, his ass needs to be worrying about is them charges that's going to be coming up his I ass agree. from New York. So he needs to be he needs to be trying to stay low, <laughs> stay out the spotlight because he he gonna have them he gonna have them boys on his ass. He got a, he got a, he got a few pending joints coming at him. So, well, he 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 work he he's trying to work on that right now. His banker from Goldman Sachs just quit unexpectedly. I'm not Goldman Sachs. From uh, Deutsche Bank just quit unexpectedly. So I'm sure they didn't got to her, or else she wouldn't have quit. So yeah, it's it's gonna be wild, man. But you know, the crazy thing is, is again we spoke about how how bad Bush was, and even Republicans, you know, kind of turned their back on him at towards the end of his term. But it seems like this dude is is his he's still going full steam ahead as far as with the Republican Party and then you know Republicans themselves. So that's the weird part because I mean clearly he wasn't a great president. 
So it's just interesting times, man. It's interesting times. Again, 2020, yo, like we seen some shit in 2020 that I thought I would never see in my lifetime. 2020 came with a lot of surprises, man. Like I I think as an adult, it's probably been one of my tougher years. This this has been crazy. And we've now as adults, we've lived through like a lot of a lot of crazy stuff like 9-11. You know, we we've lived through the Great Recession. You know, now we've lived through a pandemic. You know, the older we get, the more the more we're experiencing. But it feels like just within this one year, I feel like I've aged a lot, man, in these last 12 months. Like, that's what I feel like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just feels like time. Like I said, this whole year within the quarantining and having to sit back and either, you know, be the self or be in the really small groups or not being around each other. It feels like Matt Damon in The Martian. Like that's a d- damn good movie. <laughs> yeah. Like it you've had we all have had a quarantine, man. And like you remember the part when he actually got back home and he walked out of that spaceship? Like it just feels this it just feels different. It feels like a different time. Like I said, Brandon, all things haven't been bad. You know, we have seen some things, but ultimately, man, you know, we all we're, we're all blessed. You know, we're all here. We're all breathing that that good air. And uh you three are still pretty. As usual, <laughs> that's you. So, uh, Billy D, Billy D battle. This this air ain't pretty right now either. Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> got to, you got to, you're right. Got to throw that mask on. Gotta be masked up. Gotta be Go with the good in 2020. No, I mean, hey, it wasn't it wasn't all bad. There's a lot of relationships that <laughs> that were tested. I believe mine stood the test of time. I mean, we watched a lot of movies, spent a lot of time together. Now. <laughs> she kind of wants her her own staycation away <laughs> for a weekend, but uh, you know, spending that 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 quality time with whoever you were quarantined up with, so it wasn't all that bad. In the beginning, it did suck, not being able to see your child. That shit sucked, <laughs> but um, it wasn't all bad. Yeah, I mean, I, I listen. I will agree with you on that. If your relationship lasted through. <laughs> the 2020 and thus far i mean the pandemic isn't over yet so you know let's let's still let's still keep that in mind but if you last if your relationship lasts through being locked down with one person then yeah you have a pretty strong relationship because like you said it tested a lot of relationships a lot of relationships ended a lot of marriages are on the verge of ending so it's just all i mean it's been all around tough year for me personally Starting, so for one, my birthday was basically canceled. My birthday being in March. So that was just right in the thick of all the shutdowns and everything. Right. So it went from my birthday being canceled, which my lady had a nice trip planned to, to Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn. Or, no, it wasn't the Bronx. I don't want it anyway. I was going to New York. That was canceled. Then my son's first birthday was canceled mm. <laughs> so he doesn't know what a true birthday party is yet <laughs> mm. then my wedding was canceled in jamaica I was looking so for so, oh man so looking forward to that yeah i think i think i think we all i think yeah, we all right. so and then like you know from there you go to the holidays you go to thanksgiving so after that after the wedding was canceled then things started to look like it was smoothing out you know kind of getting back to normal the best it well you know relatively speaking but then the holidays come and people want to travel 
and people want to be, you know, which which I understand. You miss your family. You want to spend Thanksgiving with your family and stuff like that. So we have Thanksgiving, and then the numbers go back up. And now we just had Christmas. People wanted to be around their family again, so they're expecting the numbers go back up as well. So it, it's been trying from that standpoint. And like you said, Alex, I completely agree as an adult. It's probably been one of the toughest years of my life. I'll say, you know, y'all, y'all all know what the toughest year of my life was, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's, it was, it's up there, man. You know, it's crazy because it's so like starting off this year, like I was, I was doing a few things differently. Like <clears throat> I had one of the experiences I had was my job. I, I covered Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia. So I, one, I had a meeting up in Delaware, right? But that the day before that meeting, the Lakers happened to be playing um, the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. So something I did differently that I had never done was, like, I drove to Delaware, you know, the day before to meet with some clients. And then I caught the train from Delaware to, to New York, spent the night, you know, in, in New York City, you know, stayed in a wonderful hotel, was up drinking scotch, went to Madison Square Garden all by myself, man. Like went to a Knicks game, Knicks Lakers all by myself, just enjoyed New York City, enjoyed the Lakers and Knicks, spent the night in New York, and then went back to Delaware the next morning. I caught the train from New York to Delaware and then went to my meeting and like all within 24 hours, like just something different, right? To go from Maryland to New York to Delaware, just something in the middle of the week on, I think it was a Wednesday that they played. Um, and I was just thinking like, this is just going to be a different year where I just do things a little bit differently, where it doesn't need to be a weekend. I can just kind of travel in the middle of the week and just still go on about my normal work week. And shortly thereafter, like obviously Kobe dies, which he's my favorite player of all time. So like Kobe dies, and that throws a huge monkey wrench for, for me. But then like after, yeah, shortly thereafter with that, then the pandemic hits. And even though I, 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 I was one of the people that was just like, I think this is going to be worse than most thought. I even, I didn't think it would be this bad. I mean, I assume that just general Americans weren't going to listen because Americans just like to be defiant and refuse to listen to rules. I figured that would be what made this thing worse, but I didn't think that that there would be this virus that was just going to be hard to control. But I also didn't anticipate that like, you know, we would have to be, you know, quarantined so much for the last nine or 10 months. So birth, like you said, Mike, spending birthdays alone, like just me and Shanae birthdays alone. And not being able to to travel like we normally would have traveled this year and not being able to be around loved ones. Like I know you guys still to some degree hang around other people. You know, I don't, I cut everybody off. And so even that has taken its toll. Like as disciplined as I've been over the last um, year, like that's, it's not easy to do. It is. I might make it seem easy, but it is a difficult process to be that disciplined and tell everybody like, nah, like I, I'm not coming out or you can't come over here. So it takes its toll. But every day you wake up, it's a positive. It's a positive day as far as I'm concerned. Like you get another opportunity to be better. You get another opportunity to live your life. And so hopefully we come out on the better side of this. The best, the, a good thing for me is that, you know, I've got my wife. We, we haven't struggled to live together throughout the, the course of this, this last year. I've seen some people say like, they they want to have separate bedrooms now from their spouse. Like they recognize like back in like the 50s while people had like separate beds and separate bedrooms. And I'm like, 
I mean, we have we have separate offices, but like I can't imagine the time where I'm going to be like, oh, you can have your own bedroom and I'm going to have my own bedroom. And uh, that's just a bit right. ridiculous for me. I, now, if you want to do it, do your own thing. But for me, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but the Lakers did win the championship that this year. So that that brought a ton of joy to me in an otherwise crazy year. So. I don't think it's I don't think it's so bad to have uh, separate living quarters than than the person that you're with. I don't think that's such a bad thing. You definitely have to have your own space in the house. Sorry, I went a little left there, but I I think that's uh I think that's important. Like oh, that's you, you might not have, to have <laughs> you might not have to have separate bedrooms, but you know if I got the man cave, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be something where I could fall asleep in. You know, <laughs> so it might be like a you know all all inclusive, all you know utility type room, but it, you gotta have your you gotta have your own space and clear your own mind, go and, and be able to keep folks out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree with that, but the separate bedrooms, bro. Once you once you get yeah, once you get married, you don't. Yeah, that that's wild. When you roll over with that Woody, it ain't nothing there. Which. <laughs> Okay. What you gonna do? <laughs> Hug your pillow tight. <laughs> yeah, I believe I, I I do believe in separate spaces and having your own space, but like two separate beds. Yeah, I, 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 I feel I feel like when you're sleeping in two different beds, then I feel like that's when shit has had it's at its it's at the bad point right there. You know, we might end up being in two separate spaces of the house for the majority of the day. You know, mm-hmm. I might be upstairs, you might be downstairs, or vice versa. But at the end of the night, we still win together. But I've talked to a bunch of people who, when you ask how's everything going, like they're like, "Uh, we not we separated right now." Or I'm staying with a friend, or I'm staying, or she's staying with her mom, or whatever. So, <clears throat> I mean, it's been really trying on, on like you said, on a lot of lot of people, man. So, I, I'm not surprised to hear that people want to be in separate separate bedrooms and separate quarters now but i think more people have learned have learned to appreciate their time away from from the home meaning it could be work it could be going to the gym for us it was getting together and, and recording the show i think you learn to definitely appreciate those moments even more because you know even with spouses it just gives everybody that separation that that time away that time to miss each other you know what i'm saying and i think that's important you can be away at work and you there for eight, eight plus hours, but you, you know, and then you're like, damn, I miss my lady or I miss my child or whatever the case may be. With the pandemic, it took a lot of that away. You know, people being depressed, like that's way up now. Like a lot of serious mm-hmm. things have happened from this situation, man, that I, like you said earlier, Alex, I, I wasn't expecting it to be this bad. I didn't look at it from that that standpoint of how this could affect people. I'm looking at it like, all right, yo, you got to lay low for a little bit. Yo, we'll be fine. And to my own selfishness, I was, I'm blessed enough to have a job, still have a job, and that, you know, I was home for a good period of time through the pandemic and still getting paid. And then, you know, you find out that a lot of people weren't, you know what I mean? And you know, people behind on their rent and their bills and stuff like that, man. And that's when it started to hit me like, damn, They're like this shit is real. We lost Kobe. We lost Chadwick. Mm-hmm. Numerous celebrities, Alex Trebek. Like, yo, we lost a lot of people too, man. It, it's just. John Thompson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We also we, all, we also happened to to literally see. And I always used to, I always used to hear this. 
in songs or always always used to hear this saying the, the revolution will be televised but we actually saw some form of a revolution being televised when it comes to the injustice of what happened what what happens consistently to black people day in and day out seeing a man get choked out live on tv recorded yeah. to a whole nation coming up and people protesting and rallying and all from all different backgrounds i would you know i didn't expect to see that i mean some, something to that magnitude that affected everybody worldwide where people were protesting everywhere it's crazy it because we we've seen like there's a <clears throat> a younger generation of people you know people younger than us like fighting for for their rights and fighting for their future and um it 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 feels like at times sometimes like even that generation is fighting for something a little bit differently than what i'm fighting for like the end result is the same but given where i'm at in my life it's in a bit of a different place than where someone that's 18 or 20 is at right and so like everybody is like fighting for this 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 piece of the pie and it's not like the pie is getting any bigger like the pie is the pie and everybody's fighting for like their piece of that pie and how it gets divided up and well, I always felt like at one point it was always like us versus like the establishment. But like the more successful we become, how much of us becomes a part of that establishment, right? So like you see people go at basically everybody that has something or everybody that you see people just trying to trying to capitalize on on the situation, right? Like you, you see these certain black quote unquote leaders who really aren't for the people, but are taking advantage of the situation. Like they're just trying to get their name out there, get their brand out there. They're using the the, the deaths of George Floyd and Breonna uh, Taylor to springboard their own careers and 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 build their own wealth. And they're not really for the people or for us. And so we've seen so much fighting right now to try to make make things better for all of us. It's 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 been an extremely interesting year. And I even think that not just with the pandemic, but also with how often now we've seen black people be killed at the hands of police on television. Like that takes its toll on people too. Like we know that that happened, but to consistently see those things and those images on TV, that takes its toll on you as well. It's that PTSD, man, <laughs> that we all have, you know, and I think uh, as black men, you know, we, we, like you said, at least we've seen it happen, but it seemed like this year, and I don't know if it's because everybody was was at home, but it seemed like this year it was it was front and center. It, it, we just, I mean, I think we had enough. I will say that I am happy with some of the things that I saw. I do think that there were more people that don't look like us that were willing to listen and actually saw like, okay, yo, that shit was wrong. You still got way too many people who are excusing what they saw or saying, oh, well, he has he, he has a record and all that. You got too many people. You still got way too many people that that think like that. But I think finally this open, you know, these situations with Breonna Taylor and George Floyd and a lot of the other Ahmaud Arbery and a lot of those other other guys and, and ladies, it opened the eyes of more than just black folks. But you're right, you know, like it's just been trying, like on top of the depression of not being able to be around siblings and friends and you know those type of things and doing living your normal life and not knowing when your normal life will 
it get back to that. It'll get back when your life will get back to being normal. To see those things, man, it just added to all of that depression, man. It, it, I hate to keep harping, yo, but <laughs> I, you know, I'm one of those dudes that try to smile through everything because you know what I've been through losing my parents in the same year, eight months apart. If I feel like if I can get through that, I can get through anything. But this, you know, it, it, I found myself at sometimes feeling like, yo, it's even hard to to smile. You know what I mean? Today or find the the positive in the day or the moments right now. It was just, it's crazy, yo. Like I, I've never wanted a year to end faster than I want this one to end. That's a good segue into what do we want for for this next year, twenty twenty one. And we talked about 2020. What do you What are you hoping for 2021? What are you hoping to see? Man, Man just to be, continue to be a you know abundant, be blessed, be a blessing to others, and you know continue to learn, man, and continue to build and grow. Nobody else has any. Nobody even think about 2021. <laughs> like yo, honestly. You just want I, this shit to be over. I just wanted to get back to. I just want to get back to normal. Like I just want a trip, yo. I don't even give a fuck if it's a weekend trip to some somewhere like Atlantic City or somewhere. No, no diss to anybody that's from there, but even just something small. Like I just need that. I need something. You know what I mean? Just to make sure. And I and I want to go to a place where I don't have to wear my mask. And, I need not, a trip to the beach where the water's blue. Yeah, so I mean. Ideally, yeah, that you know what I mean. But you know, you learn again. Something you learn in twenty twenty is man, take every day for what it is, one day at a time. You know what I mean. I mean, look at us. Like we got together, what a couple months ago. Well, me, me, you, me, Brandon, and Quan got together to celebrate the one year anniversary of the pod. And like <laughs> when we got there, we were like, "Damn, this is the first time we've seen each other in like eight months." <laughs> it is like. Damn, you're right. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, I didn't and even I, realize. Yeah, and I can think back to the last time we recorded. You know, at Quan, in person at Quan's house. You know, mm-hmm. and and us laughing at Jamie because, well, Alex because Alex had his hand sanitizer. He had his personal hand sanitizer bottle. <laughs> like he was I, ready. I think I brought <laughs> my own paper towels too. Yeah, I, I think I, you I, did, yo. I did. <laughs> and we was like, yo, B, this will be over in two weeks, yo. Chill. His, yeah, his ass was bring, his ass over there bringing far. <laughs> His ass was over there bringing fart spray too. <laughs> Yo, oh, the the crazy thing about like getting from 2020 to 2021 is more symbolic than anything, right? Because nothing nothing has officially changed. Like even though there's a vaccine, it's still rolling out to the public. It doesn't mean everybody's going to take it. And in Europe. You know, they found that a new strain of COVID, which is 70% more transmittable. And as the reason why I didn't respond when, when, when Quan was talking, just today they found the first case of that new strain here in America and Colorado, a man Sweet. tested positive for the new strain. So like it, it, it only fitting, it would be in like a place like Colorado, which I'll leave it to the listeners to figure out what that man probably looks like. <laughs> right. Like, it's crazy, man. I mean, I hope that 2021 is better. I think that we're still a ways away from like things. One, I think we're a ways away from like getting this whole thing under control. Like the, a big step of that was one, getting Trump's ass out of this office and getting Joe Biden in there and, and him 
putting the right people in place to make this to come up with vaccines and get in and put the public in a better place. But then beyond that, like, you know, what this has also taught me, man, like Americans just don't want to damn listen like at all. <laughs> just don't want to listen. Like you see all the videos of like people refusing to wear masks in stores and like we're, we're all pushing 40 years old. Most stores have had a no shirts, no shoes, no pants. Like you, you can't go in stores if you didn't have those things on. Right. And yet you tell people put on a mask and they just, they just go, go crazy. And so. Do, do you I, think I we would have saw, do you think we would saw less of that if, if uh, 45 didn't say it was a hoax? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, man, I whenever the leader of the nation acts like something isn't real, that was going to be a problem. Yeah. Like he has a very much, he has very much of a cult following. So he's telling, even in this past election, almost half the country still voted for him. So you've got half the country that believes in what he says. And frankly, I'd argue more than half the American people are uneducated. Like, look at math, look, look at math and sciences. Like we're behind in so many categories on the world stage. America is a country of idiots. <laughs> yo, am, am I lying? <laughs> yo, come on. You know what I'm saying? So like you have that, you have the biggest idiot on the national stage telling Americans, yo, the shit's made up. And oh, by the way, he doesn't show up for coronavirus meetings for like six months. And when the leading specialist for the coronavirus says it's real, you have Trump t- telling you that not to listen to that guy. Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent. I just say all of that to say, <laughs> God knows I hope that 2021 is better, but it's going to take a group effort. and. I have my concerns if us as an American people can pull together as a group and overcome this because it doesn't appear that Americans want to listen. It just doesn't appear that way. Well, there's been groups that have actually somewhat come together. You, now you make great, you make great, great valid points too, Alex, everything that you're saying, but it also shows that what's also going on when it comes to this whole so-called stimulus and all these people, everybody that's out of work. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people that are out of work. A lot of people can't find jobs. A lot of people have businesses that have folded because of this situation. It's, it's been rough on a lot of people and this man and this, this administration has done nothing. So it's been to a point where it's been groups that have actually had to somewhat rally up and look out for the people that don't have or you know are lacking or the have nots so i mean there's been some groups of some people that actually come out to actually do something you know to to assist maybe food food banks uh you know clothing banks people coming together to you know toy drives all all, all type of types of things so on one hand it, it it does show like there has people that actually have come out but then it also shows like yo the, the government and and what has happened and what's transpired and I mean, and how they're bidding at when it comes to this particular money and what they should do for the American people just goes to show you, yo, like it's just wicked. And when it comes to 2021, they think $600 is enough for people who haven't gotten anything from the government in like eight months. Because they know people are going to spend it on not bills. Cause that's what they did with the last stimulus money. They, Sales in, in cars and in other bullshit went up. But even if that happens, okay, then it stimulates the economy. And isn't that what no, all these Congress people want? That, they, well, they want the economy. That's a good point. That's a damn good point. <laughs> that, that's what that's that's why I don't understand why 
they won't make it 2,000. I, I mean, I agree with you, Brandon. Like, <laughs> there, there's going to be a, a large amount of people that may not use it to pay bills. I do think that there is a group or population of people who are really struggling who will use it for the right reasons. Of course, the people that are still working, he's still getting the check and then getting this extra check, of course, they're going to go and buy that new flash screen TV or whatever the hell it may be. PS5. Yeah, but but I mean, like Alex said, it still stimulates it. It's going to go right back. It's yeah. coming right back. Oh, oh no, I, I agree with you. I, I don't even know why they were like voting on whether to give people 600 or 2,000. Like, you want people to spend money? Give them the 2,000. Like, why are we even talking about this? Why are they giving them more money? <laughs> First off, I, I pay taxes. They should have been cutting me a check every damn month. That's the way I see it. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. that first, yeah. first and foremost, yeah, that's, that's how I see it. Right. Because right. We, we, we pay all these Congress people salaries, number one. Number two, if they're so concerned about how people are going to use any kind of stimulus money, they should have been more concerned with how million and billionaires were using that PPP lending that they were giving out. Tell me how Tom Brady, who's worth $200 million, and his wife, who's worth $400 million, how he gets a PPP loan. Right. How does that happen? Right. They don't care. It's just an excuse for them not to get people money. I don't care if someone uses that money for rent or they use it to go buy a PS5. That is their business. But let's not pretend like that people haven't been drowning for the last 10 months. Like, come right. on, man. Uh, this, this country, like, like I said, this country is a bunch of idiots. I think I read somewhere the United States, the average education in the United States is, is a seventh grade education. A seventh grade education. That is crazy, wow. man. And, and that goes for the Congress people. That goes for people at the very top, too, because they're a bunch of idiots. All they're, all they're doing is lying. And people keep voting the same people in. Voting like Mitch McConnell won his election a few last month. And he's one of the people blocking the, the stimulus. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yo. Like, <laughs> he's a senator from Kentucky. The Kentucky's not California or New York. I'm sure, I'm sure there are some, some wealthy Kentuckians. But come on, bro. I'm sure there are people struggling in Kentucky, and they probably don't look like the four of us. And they both <laughs> yeah. get ass back in. Let me let me ask y'all something. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know about y'all, but I often I often wonder, like, <laughs> does he sleep comfortably at night? Like, yo, you think he <laughs> you think he goes home and feels great about being an asshole for the day? And just, Listen, dog. <laughs> I don't, probably, trust, I, don't, I don't trust nobody with that turkey goblet he's got under his yeah, neck. Yeah, he does. He, does. He, he had definitely had a gobbler under his neck. He looked like, you know, he's probably so far from reality yep. Yep. that he probably doesn't even care. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't even realize it. You don't think he, he feels any, any, anything about being this asshole that he is, blocking all of this shit? Yo, I didn't, don't. No, didn't, I don't. He's got, he has an Asian wife, right? Didn't Trump make some comments about his Asian wife when he when Trump was running? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think he and he still kissed Trump's ring. So what does that tell you? Well, he's a sucker. <laughs> like like Trump like Trump is bad, but like McConnell is the one enabling Trump because McConnell could stop a lot of the shit Trump be doing as Senate Majority Leader. Yeah, but he don't. Wow. Like you say, he kisses the ring. Yeah, I like, mean, yo, yo. you you gotta be you gotta be a certain kind of person, yo. <laughs> they, they openly like I know some assholes. Don't get me wrong, I know some asshole, angry <laughs> ass people, yeah. But even they have a moment of like, you know, were you surprised? Like, oh shit, 
he or she actually does smile and laugh. But this motherfucker is like, yo, he's the biggest asshole in the world, yo. Like, and it's like he don't care, yo. It's like it, it may have something on him too, yo. Like, yo, but that's the thing. That's the thing, Quan. Somebody said online today, like, yo, nobody has anything on this cat. Like, he he has to be squeaky clean, yo, to be like this because by now something would have came out on this dude, yo. Or he's like J. Edgar Hoover and he's got dirt on everybody else. That's I think it's more so that. Uh, but at the end of the day, someone had dirt on J. Edgar Hoover. Oh yeah, yeah. We 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 we've heard the stories about Hoover. <laughs> exactly. So uh, and those stories may not be too far fetched when it comes to old Mitchie. So they look mm. like they they could be right around the same area. There's, there's certain things they enjoy to do. So <laughs> that's a special title to have, yeah. The biggest <laughs> asshole in the world. The biggest asshole in the world. Like to be able to sleep, yo, and and be that way, you're a special type of dude. But I mean let me ask you a question, man. Let's let's try to spin this on the positive before we end. What are some good things that happened to you in 2020 that you look to continue in 2021? What are what are some some things good that happened to this podcast that you look to, to continue in 2021? You know, those type of things. What you got, Corn? Um, uh, well, for the podcast, you know, looking to do, you know. Of course, bigger things. I'm looking to keep, you know, keep going. I, like I said before, you know, I didn't foresee it, and so you know, we've been doing this now, past a year, and it's it's been, it's been a great ride. It's we've learned a lot. Um, you know, we've done a lot. We've continued to, you know, make our platform something to where people can actually feel at home and listen, and things that we have is is things that we provide and the content that we provide is valid and, you know, we're able to bring a voice and we're able to, you know, um, catch ears. So, I mean, that's, that's been great. And the, the chemistry that, that we have and, um, how everything is set up, how everything is setting up, you know, how, how, how all of it has, has kind of can come together. Um, you know, we've known each other for, for a while and, to actually come here and and, and create something t- together it's, it's been amazing and um to actually see you know what the future holds for it man I, th- I think it's great and so you know that that's been that's been good um you know me personally as far as the relationships it, you know as far you know me being you know a father um you know i'm 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 learning every day uh-huh. you know my, you are a boo. My boo. Too. My, my, my boo. Um, <laughs> my boo. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, my bad. Or bay. They, people don't use boo no more. They say bay. Um, yeah, man. You know, being being in a relationship and and actually learning and growing that that's been amazing. Um, the holidays was 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 great. So you know, looking to to, to do great things in the future and everything, and just uh just building and growing um like i said learning about myself also too as well um you know shit doing some great things man shit you know washington got chase young best play in the draft um anyway uh brandon <laughs> what, what you got bro <laughs> i mean carrying over to 2021 i know this was like my first year really diving into learning how to 
invest in like equities and shit like that, to be honest with you. Actually, like learning how to do analysis <laughs> on the background and, and, and choosing the right stocks without, without having somebody to choose it for you. I, you know, I had that opportunity this year to really dive into that. So I, I'm looking to do some bigger things with that going into 2021. So a lot of things I learned as far as just um, really cleaning up, cleaning up my finances a, a, a bit and preparing for some bigger things in the future. Things on like taxes, like I said, equity, stocks, real estate, all that stuff. So I'm looking to I'm looking to take that into uh take that to the next level in 2021. Uh I like I mentioned earlier, spending time with my significant other. Uh we still together. <laughs> so um you know, look looking to carry that 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 good wave into 2021. Alice, as you alluded to earlier, you know, there were times where yeah, I we did <clears throat> I did go and see my family. You know, my parents stayed quarantined for most of the time. I you know, y'all know me. I I stayed I stayed in myself a lot anyway, so I was I was good there. But but what I, what I would like to do better in twenty twenty one is you know exercise more. I mean, I love taking walks and stuff like that. But you know, sitting around a lot if you don't exercise consistently, man, I I, I notice you. <laughs> I notice now you feel that shit a lot quicker. And we getting older, man. We gotta take care of ourselves better. So I'm looking to take that into twenty twenty one as well. You know, as far as the podcast is concerned, y'all already know what it is. Quan didn't said it all, so I won't even say it again. It, it's, it's it's been love. I hope we just whatever whatever the next level is that we define for ourselves, let's let's take it there. You know what I'm saying? One percent better every day. Is that what they say? Word. Word. What about you, Alex? Man, more leaps of faith, more freedom, like enjoying life. However, that however life presents itself, man, like not letting anything or anyone take advantage of you, you know, spending your time the way you want to spend your time. So I'm all about just whatever 2021 throws my way, whatever it, it presents me, man, just taking full advantage of it and having fun, having as much fun as possible because I turn 40 next year and I want to enjoy it. So well said, guys. I mean, I agree with everything y'all said. Podcast wise, man, I, I'm just for 2020. I'm just proud of. I'm proud of us. Period. Plenty of times we could have stumbled and said the hell with it, but we kept the wave going. Um, we, you know, we fought through some issues to 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 make this thing what it is. Um, end of the day, like Quan said, we've been brothers for 20 plus years, so that outweighs anything, you know. And, um, I think oftentimes when someone will ask me to be on their show, they ask me about that. And I just say, yo, like, you know, they ask what, what, what makes our show what it is and how do we stand out? And I always say, like, yo, our chemistry is second to none. And it's, and it's natural. And it's organic. And it is just what it is. Just what it is. Like, we, whether we're recording it, or we shooting the shit. That's just how we are. So, you know, we we decided to share it with the people, and I think it was a great, great decision that we made. You know, shout out to you, Alex, for you know you being in the game already, and then you know where people have heard the story so many times. You know, we go into the Orioles game, and you like, oh, I got a podcast on. You. 
<laughs> and, and you know, me sharing with you that me and Brandon wanted to do one, and you know, us three getting together and shooting some pilot shows and seeing how it would go and committing to doing that, and then how it just organically happened with Quan joining us. A lot of people don't know that that OTR was supposed to be it was a three-man show with me, Alex, and Brandon. And then Quan filled in for Brandon one week. And he did two shows and then it became it became the four horsemen. So yeah, can I can I chime in one one second on this mic? Just just, yeah, just one second because you know, like it I'm just gonna say I, I felt like the the whole way the aura and everything presented itself when we first started the episode and how it was how it, everything was sculpted and created, how we was like it was cold. You know what I'm saying? That we we were in the we were in the basement, you know. I, look, I, I drinking hella yak. Yeah, it don't it, it felt like I it felt like being at like rap a lot records. And you know what I'm saying? And, and how, you know, you were Jay you were Jay Prince, dog. Like, you know, you was in the cut and you know, you had you had everything kind of stationed stationed up and and uh you know, y'all was already kind of somewhat kind of doing pilot episodes and and and, and brought me into it. And uh like I said, man, I I don't I don't, I don't, I don't forget that. I think about that a lot. So, um, yeah, man, I felt like I was at Rapper Lot Records, man. And, you know, <laughs> he'll call Holla J Prince. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> you know, brought me and brought me in the game, baby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, 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 if I, I'm JP, then you got to be Scarface, dog. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> smug. <laughs> yeah, Fuck I mean it's 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 ready, it's ready gotta be Willie B. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I made that big money. Everybody know me. It's that Mike is Bushwick. Shout out to Bushwick. <laughs> but get a bus trick or treat. It's, yeah. it's it's real talk, man. It's that that's how that's how OTR is started. A lot of y'all always ask, you know, y'all want us to be more transparent and open about ourselves and about the show and the start and the conception. And that's that's it. That's how it started. So everybody <clears throat> in this group deserves their flowers. So shout out to y'all. You know, uh, for, so I, I'm hoping 2021 that we eventually get to get back together and record. Because it's nothing, you know, it's nothing like that in person, you know, recording and, and having fun and, and like we said, pulling up and drinking oh, some yak or whatever we drinking on. So nice. I'm looking forward to that in 2021, hopefully, and, you know, keeping everything going. And listen, shout out to all y'all, man, that support the show, man, because, you know, we want to end the year off like that. We appreciate all of y'all, man, and that's real shit. Like all of y'all that's asking us to come on your shows, all of y'all that's you know looking for episodes when we don't when we don't have one for the week, all of y'all that's just genuinely supporting. We appreciate y'all, Jay Bug and and Tam and D Murph and Baylor and Keem and uh, Mike from the Cut and. Who else I'm leaving out there, man? The podcast Happy Hour Girls. Uh, sort of good. Sort of good. Dan the man. Oh, our guys. Uh, Four uh, times dope. 
four times dope. The uh, diapers and haircuts, man, they, they took a little break, but they should be coming back soon. Um, all y'all, man, we, we appreciate y'all. So, yeah, that's it for me, man. What y'all got? Anything else? You didn't set it all, brother. <laughs> anything, any, anything else in closing before we get the hell out of here? I, I, I will say, Fauci says 75 to 80% of the country will be vaccinated by July. That that means y'all gonna get the vaccine. <laughs> Seventy five. They, they must be slipping it inside McDonald's because I don't see how you can get seventy percent of the country vaccinated. Right. I, I was I was like, did I hear that wrong? I was like, how you gonna guarantee that? Because eh? mostly everybody I know said they ain't getting it. Not yet. You got to let the first round of people get it first. July is a far. July is a long way away too. Yo, one th- we, we, we six we six months out at least, dog. Yeah, one one quick thing though, I want to ask y'all about how y'all feel about like the Surgeon General and uh, I don't know if Fauci done it yet, but some of the top docs is trying to get like celebrities and big name athletes like LeBron to take the vaccine on live TV because they feel like if Le- LeBron takes it, then more of us will want to do it like yo how do y'all feel about them putting that type of shit on on them especially think, people like y'all feel for lebron Le, there's no other athlete that had to deal with this shit that lebron has to and i think i said that before in another episode but what's y'all thoughts on that man i it, it goes back to what alex said earlier this, this country is full of idiots so you can do something like that and it will get a lot of people to go ahead and take the vaccine you know what I'm saying? But you know, it, it, it don't even have to really be celebrity. It it you I see people on my timeline that 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 are going to get it. So, you know, they're being the pioneers in this game. I, I hope it I hope it works out. And the results look good, but it, it that vaccine came out a lot faster than what they normally come out. So well fingers crossed. Tell Tom Brady to take it on national TV before you tell LeBron to t- to take Thank it. Number you. one. Thank Num- you. Number two, um, Pfizer and Moderna, there's fine print with their deals with the government in that if you take it and you get sick, no one is allowed to sue either one of those entities. So, I mean, nah, let somebody else take the first few batches. I, you know what's funny? They don't want LeBron to speak up about anything, but then the minute they roll this out, they want him to be one of the first big names out there taking it. I know President Obama, I think he is either, has either taken it or he's going to take it on TV. Other politi- the politicians should be the one doing it on TV. Let them do it. But I've also seen video of like the the fake syringes. So yeah. I mean, I look Mike Pence. Yeah. Well, I don't trust him anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just thought that was I thought that was wild. They always putting something on that brother to do like, <laughs> and for them to even to even say that without even talking to him first, I just think that is out of pocket and, and, and just irresponsible. Yeah. Um, shout out to the homie Shan. Shout out to Aaron Dante, the No Picks After Dark. I don't want to leave nobody out, man. But it's a lot of y'all, man. Those are names that just came to my head. But shout out to Baylor. Did you hide out yo? Sh- he did yeah, a dope Make sure y'all check that out. Foundation. Yeah, that, that's a that's a highlight for 2025 podcast. Baylor killed it. 2021, we got another surprise coming early in the year of yes, a take another takeover. That's that's dope as shit. We do. Um, yes, we do. Yeah, man. Like shit. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of people, man. I don't want to leave nobody out, but I rock with all of y'all, man. 
I'm yeah, we definitely, we definitely rock with everybody, man. And thank you guys for the supporters, for the love. We appreciate y'all. And 2021, we're going to keep rocking, man. And, uh, you know, keep looking out for us. Uh, we're going to keep looking out for y'all. And, you know, we're going you know, to keep supporting as well. So, Corn Corn is available for, for shows, too. Corn schedule is wide open for guest appearances to anybody wow. listening. <laughs> wow. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Shout out to Lakers Central. Uh, yo, Holla. I hope mm-hmm. did Vinay listen to us. Uh sometimes, but not I don't know. Vinay, if you're listening, this is OTR underscore Mike. Listen, I know y'all big time. I know y'all Lakers boys is big time, but I'm expecting you to follow me back, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> follow me back. <laughs> Yo, every time definitely, I, he's definitely big time. But they got like ten that I'm like, yo, all right, yo, we we chatted up a little bit. Like, follow me back, bro. I mean, you know. I think he um, only follows like like 20 people, I believe. Something like that. It's so, ridiculously low. Yeah, I'm like, all right, bro. Like, can I can can your boy get a follow? But uh every time I go through my timeline and I, I'm checking, yo, because I do check. There are some there are some lanes that are following you and unfollow you. So I am checking, and that Vinay's name is always there. As people who don't follow me back, but I, I still follow the brother. I, I still, I still follow. Him. <laughs> but, I, I, I put in a word for you offline. <laughs> put in that word, but yeah, Lakers Central, man. With holla before we go, man. Plug that, yo. What y'all got going on? I know y'all been, y'all been going live and killing it on on YouTube and everywhere else. Uh, what it's game, y'all y'all doing pre and post game, right? Yeah, we go pre and. Pre and post game live show, man. Um, it's kicking my butt, but we 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 doing it. So um, we're every every time the Lakers play, they play tomorrow night. I don't even know what I think eight o'clock tomorrow. But anyway, we're always live on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Sportscaster, and Periscope. So we got some things in the works, but um, we're just trying to produce content. That's it. Brandon, anything you want? Anything you want to drop about the Knicks before we go? They're currently winning. I mean, we could talk about that if you want to do outro number three for this episode. <laughs> My bad. All right. All right, man. <laughs> Happy New Year to everybody. Check us out, man, on all your streaming platforms. Follow us at OTR, OTR underscore pod, OTR underscore podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And subscribe and like and all of that good stuff on our YouTube channel. Follow us individually. We follow back most of the time. I think that's it, man. Happy New Year, man. We love y'all. We out. Peace. Happy New Year.